Hey guys, welcome in. Uh, Kyle Stanley here on the Fearless Investor Show and also have Richie Condewall, the CEO of Price Labs. We're coming at you for a brand new series here, releasing this first one here in April of 2022. And we'll be doing this every single month. It's a tip of the month from Price Labs. And if you're wondering, well, Kyle, what in the world is Price Labs? Then you are living under the STR rock right now. We need to get you out from behind that rock and into Price Labs because I'll just tell you this right now, dynamic pricing, it's a real thing. If you're not using it in the STR space, you're missing out on thousands of dollars, not just overall, but on a even monthly basis. And that can be with just one property. And I can tell you from experience, that was me. I wasn't using dynamic pricing. I thought I could price everything on my own. So I got into dynamic pricing. I used a tool that was, eh, it was all right. But then I found Price Labs and I'm telling you, it has removed so much headache from my business. It's removed a bunch of time that I have to put into it. And it's allowed me to get more occupied and higher rates uh, than I would have ever figured out on my own. So for that reason, I'm a huge believer in it. And that's why we're bringing Richie Condewall in from Price Labs to talk about his tip of the month. And that is, Richie, want to let us know what you're we're talking gonna, Yeah, we're going to talk about, so uh, oftentimes when people think about Price Labs or dynamic pricing, we think about pricing, right? Um, but pricing goes hand in hand with stay restrictions. Uh, and stay restrictions are something that help you maximize your occupancy. One specific thing that we're going to talk about today is minimum stay restrictions. So let me, let me uh, uh, slow this down and talk about it step by step. Uh, and so, uh, sorry if you if you're uh, an experienced host who already understands minimum state restrictions. Just bear with me for a few seconds here as I talk through them. Right? Um, essentially, state restrictions mean, uh, and particularly minimum state restrictions mean, um, what you're trying to say is, uh, I'm only going to allow someone to stay at my property on weekends for three nights minimum. I'm not going to take a one night booking, right? Okay. Or if it's like Christmas, I'm going to like, they have to have to book four nights or five nights minimum. And I'm not going to take like a one night Christmas booking or one night New Year's booking, right? Nice. Um, why is it important? It's important for a few different reasons, right? Number one is um, if you... Uh, and Kyle, remind me, where, where are your properties? What, what kind of we're in, market? We're in Central California. You're in Central California. So a lot of weekend bookings, like long stay weekend bookings or? Yeah, and, and that's kind of what I'm equating this to. Like we used to not have a minimum night booking requirement yeah. and we would get one or two night bookings on the weekends and it would uh, eliminate those people that want to stay the entire three night weekend. That's, and then we had all these gaps. Go. So it was it was a little bit more difficult. Absolutely. So that's that's exactly that's exactly what we try to solve for, right? In the first level. In the first level, what you want to solve for is um, try to understand in your market, uh, do people stay more on weekends? Do, do people stay more on weekdays? If they're staying those weekends, are they staying two night weekends or are they staying three night weekends? Like it's it's generally if it's a drive to market, People are going to stay for those long weekends, three nights or so, right? Um, and the reason why you want to restrict uh, those uh, people to book three nights is because once, if someone books like a Friday night, you can no longer take a Thursday night booking or a Saturday night booking and your calendar is kind of destroyed in a way, right? right? And you have to decrease your prices to actually be able to take uh, longer bookings. Secondly, uh, we don't talk about this a lot uh, in general, but the longer the bookings, the more profitable they are for you because you have to do lesser work, lesser turnaround times. You don't have to go check someone in, check someone out. Maybe cleaning is easier, whatever, whatever, right? Operationally. 
So you need to have stay restrictions. Uh, the very obvious stay restriction that Kyle talked about is think about weekday versus weekend, right? Now, maybe say Kyle sets up a weekday, a weekend stay restriction of three nights on his weekend so that he'll get those nice, long, large weekend bookings. And then weekdays are unpredictable. unpredictable. Maybe he has a one night stay or a two night stay on weekdays, right? Uh, but now two things can happen. Say potentially, Kyle, maybe you get a booking, maybe you don't get a booking, right? Mm -hmm. And you're in the last seven days, right? I mean, what do you end up doing? Do you still keep those three nights? Do you drop them down? I'm it's, dropping them down. There you go, right? Um, some people may choose to keep them up, but what you what you may want to do as a host is um, because uh, there is generally in, in a lot of markets, there's oversupply of inventory. Right. And if there's an oversupply of inventory, you may want to drop down your stay restrictions to saying, uh, I'm not booked. This is last minute. I will take like the two night booking rather than waiting for a three night booking. Right. So that's that's the other side of it, where you have your stay restrictions and you think about your last minute stay restrictions. And then on the other side is the farther end. Although Kyle takes like the two night on weekdays and three nights on weekends, but say outside of three months or six months or whatever his typical booking window is, it is not very helpful to take those two night or three night bookings. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and Kyle, why do you think that is, well, like, why do you not want to take smaller bookings? Yeah, exactly. It holds someone back from doing a 30 night booking at full price. There you go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Right. Those like, People love taking those small bookings in like two nights and three nights and, and feeling really good about that, how far their calendar they have like small bookings. Right. But in reality, if I think about revenue management, right, um, what I want to do is I want to maximize my revenue, which is get a good price at a very good occupancy, right? Mm -hmm. And that multiplied together is my, is my revenue. Right. And so if I get these sporadic two night, three nights here or there, someone may want to book a, a full month, maybe not a month, maybe a week. Right. Maybe they're, they're doing something with their family for a week or they're coming over for two weeks or whatever. Right. And they can no longer book that because you have that weekend booked for three days. Right. Um, and so, so you so that's that's the other end of the spectrum where uh, you want far outs and you determine far outs based on understanding of your market. But far outs, you want to keep your state restrictions higher. Uh, then you want to have your normal state restrictions, understanding what weekday versus weekend profiles look like, and then close in, you want to have lower minimum stays, generally if the inventory in your market is very high, right? So Absolutely. that's what we're going to talk about. And you want to automate some of this process because it can, uh, like trying to get in there and trying to do this every day in and day out uh, can be a big challenge. Extremely tedious. And I, I'm going to let you share your screen here, Richie. So while you're doing that, I want to see how we can implement this. But I just want to encourage everyone to what Richie is talking about to me is kind of like what I discuss in my, my vase uh, theory. So when you think about a vase and you think about putting a bunch of rocks in a vase, what, what does that entail? That just basically means you're getting these big bookings. They're either at a really high rate or they're at, you know, the seven nights. Well, when you put a bunch of rocks in, in a vase, what happens? There's a bunch of little gaps. We have to fill those gaps with the sand. So by taking on this kind of approach where you get those big bookings further out, those are your rocks. And as you get closer to those vacancies, you get the, the sand to kind of fill it in. Those are the one and two night bookings that maybe you drop down by 20, 30, 40% to try to get it booked. That's how we're maximizing revenue. Also, Richie, I really like what you talked about there. 
in regards to the far out bookings, we want to get those people who are not looking for discounts or looking for that, you know, like, Hey, I just want to get it booked. So I get the best deal far out. We're looking for the people that are looking for the best place at the best rate with the best occupancy so that we can make the most money and get the best quality guests as well. So that's why I like what, what your approach is here. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. One hundred percent, right? I, I like the whole analogy of analogy of vase and rocks in it. Uh, it reminds me of the story of the crow, which is completely unrelated. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so uh, what you see on my screen is uh, is uh, what we call as minimum stay updates or minimum stay restrictions in Price Labs. It is under the overarching umbrella of customizations, and customizations in Price Labs is this. Uh, uh, flexible uh, automated rule setup where uh, all the price lapses algorithm is automatically working for you, but then you can set customizations on top to control the algorithm based on your ind individual needs, right? Mm -hmm. And so one specific customization that we have picked today is minimum stay updates. And we had a massive overhaul on this uh, two weeks, or two or three weeks ago. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to uh, talk a little bit about uh, in practice what we, what Kyle and I just discussed, right? Um, we have a default minimum stay, which uh, you can get by uh, booking value or fixed. I'm going to keep it simple and just talk about fixed today. Uh, we're going to set up a fixed minimum stay of weekday of week, weekday of two and a weekend of three, because generally in my market, I get a lot more uh, weekend bookings, right? Same. Um, yeah. We didn't, we didn't talk about orphan gaps and I'm going to come to this uh, and I'm sure Kyle you use gap fillers but we're going to come to this um, the next thing that we talk about is uh, last minute bookings last minute bookings like we said uh, in the last five days I take one night bookings because I am completely okay with taking one night bookings uh, especially in the last five days because it's uh, uh, if I don't get a booking that's that's me making zero money right exactly. on that night so I'm okay with taking that one night booking. Of course, I charge a cleaning fee appropriately so that uh, I can uh, cover for my costs, right? And then um, outside of 60 days, um, which is like, because typically in my market, booking windows are more like uh, two weeks to four weeks to maybe six weeks, uh, mm -hmm. not more than that, right? Um, so outside of 60 nights, which is like uh, two months, I force people to book a uh, minimum five nights because I know as they, as those dates close in, I can still get a booking regardless. Right exactly. now, uh, what I can also do is I can set up another one where I say, uh, outside of, uh, outside of 90 days now, uh, force them to book seven nights minimum, right? Because 60 days, I'm okay with five nights and 90 days, or maybe not 90 days, right? Maybe 180 days outside of, if someone's really trying to book six months in advance, Hey, book seven nights, right? Don't block my calendar for those two nights, three nights. Right. And the final thing that I want to talk about here is these gaps. Now, what are gaps? Gaps essentially mean, uh, say, I'm I'm going to take these uh, five night bookings here, right? Outside of sixty nights, I get a five day booking, and I get a two night gap, and then I have another five night booking. Now, this two night gap is completely unbookable, right? right. This is what we're going to do by setting a minimum stay for these gaps. We're going to drop our minimum stay here. Uh, it's going to be, uh, if for a gap between one night or actually five nights, I'm going to have a weekday booking equal to the length length of gap and weekend length of gap. Length of gap can be confusing. So I created a two night gap. I'm okay with taking a two night booking, right? right? I can also drop it down to say length of gap minus one. I have two night gap. I can drop it down to one night and I'm okay with that, right? Exactly. And what this does is it maximizes your occupancy in multiple. So 
So one, we're trying to maximize here our calendar by not taking those short weekend bookings. Then number two, for any gaps that get created, we're trying to fill those gaps. Number three, last minute, if we are still not booked, we're trying to maximize those bookings by, uh, by dropping our minimum stay down. And number four, far out, I don't want those sporadic bookings. I'm going to take longer bookings, right? So that, that generally becomes the principle of using price labs, right? Now, uh, uh, I'm not going to talk in this, uh, specifically get into these details, but now what you can do is this is this is how we have set up a rolling one where every night we will go in and figure out, okay, what's last minute? Is it still 60 days out? If it's not, let's drop the prices. Let's drop the uh, minimum stay restrictions, et cetera, et cetera. But now you can also set this up for seasonal levels where you can say high season, I'm going to take five nights uh, or say seven nights on weekdays and seven nights on weekends. But in low season, I'm okay with taking just one night or two nights or something. Right. Exactly. So you can also set this up seasonally. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's, that's my primary tip of the month to, that I wanted to talk about Kyle. Uh, happy to I, get into any further detail or chat about more. Yeah, I love it. If you can do me a favor really quick, because I, yeah. I'm super visual. Um, if you can stop sharing your screen for a second, I want to share my screen really quick. And I want to show an actual yeah. calendar because that gap thing, I, I don't, I don't think I'm the smartest person in the room. I also don't think I'm the dumbest person in the room, but that thing took me a long time to really figure out on my own, to be completely honest. And that wasn't just you. That was when I was using other dynamic pricing tools as well. Yeah, It was difficult for me to see it until I actually saw it on my calendar. So here you go. Here's an actual calendar, an actual example of what Richie's talking about. We have a three-night minimum in all of our places. And so as you can see here, Alice booked, and then there was a two-night gap, and then uh, Xing Wang, if that's how I'm pronouncing it correctly, uh, it booked right after that for a two-night gap. What, what that rule is doing, what Richie just mentioned there, with the length of gap, um, let's just take that five night, for example, that you were talking about that five night was taking it and saying, okay, if it's the length of the gap, which is now a two night gap, then I have a two night minimum here. But if it's the length of the gap minus one, well, now both of these become one night minimums. And so that's, that's what I, I had to see that visually to really like get that to sink in. So I hope that helps those of you that are out there being like, wait, what length of gap minus one, what does he mean? And so <laughs> I hope that helped a little bit, but anyway, Richie, man, th this is awesome. Uh, we're going to keep on doing these every single month. We're going to have a new tip every single month. And I know Price Labs is always innovating. So is there anything else that you want to say about Price Labs uh, before we get going? Which, by the way, guys, the link down below, I'm going to tell you about in a second. You want to definitely use the link that Richie has down below. Um, no, that's really it. The the two things that I would say is uh, uh, don't overcomplicate these state restrictions, right? start with basics start with uh, start with a little bit of your data which you can view from our portfolio analytics which is another tool uh, it's free to use uh, you can connect your properties to price lapses portfolio analytics and you get to see all kinds of insights and there you'd see insights about your stay restrictions etc right and number two is uh, like use that and then just be simple get started don't overcomplicate. like don't overanalyze it get started and then tweak around as you as you progress in your uh, pricing journey. Awesome. All right. So if you guys are ready to get started on Price Labs, click on the link down below if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening on the podcast, and make sure that you are going over to our show notes, which are going to be uh, www.fearlesskyle.com forward slash Price Labs. And that will allow you to be able to go on to that link. You can get it anytime, three, free 30-day trial, along with an onboarding training from uh, Richie's team. 
And that is uh, some, I mean, that's something that's honestly in itself going to help you to be able to just bridge that gap a little bit uh, quicker. So you understand the technology a little bit better, but uh, go get started. And Richie, thanks so much, man. We'll see you again next month.